Let's get the Daily DLP rolling today with a segment I'd like to call Questions You Asked Somebody Else. Lions fans, it's time for the podcast you've been waiting for. The show where Kool-Aid runs blue, faces turn red, and rose-colored glasses never go out of style. This is the Detroit Lions Podcast. First question. Somebody somewhere asked someone, how do we as fans hold radio stations and media accountable? The answer to this is incredibly simple, and I think it's something Gray has discussed before on the channel, but I'm just going to go over it one more time now, because it really is a very easy thing to just not help these people keep doing the things that they're doing that irritate you. And uh, it's silence. There's this feature on Twitter, for example, called Block. And some people will only use it in the most dire of circumstances where someone's just coming at them with flaming insults. Uh, I think that's a silly way to think about this. You do not have access to me unless I allow that. Or you pay the Detroit Lions podcast Patreon fee and get into our Slack channel. Then you get to have conversations with me, and there's not really anything I can do about that because that's kind of Chris's thing that he deals with, and you know, we only ever really kicked one person out because they were horrifyingly and unapologetically racist. Uh, short of something objectionable like that, you get to keep talking to me in there, and there's really no way in Slack for me to block you. On Twitter, however, I blocked all kinds of people. I probably have hundreds of people blocked. <laughs> Just because you don't have to be rude to me. You could be rude to somebody else. If you're rude to somebody else, why would I ever want to see anything that you ever have to say about anything again? I don't. So you get blocked and I don't engage with you because that is what all of this is about. If you don't like certain things that are being put out by media outlets in the Detroit area, like they survive on engagement, whether it's radio don't call in if you don't like them. a blog. Don't click on their stuff if you don't like what they put out. Or basically any other online outlet. If you're not happy with the content, the best thing you can do is stop talking about it. You make a Reddit post that mentions them, that's feeding the algorithm on, on how many different websites are talking about them. Uh, whether you like the content or not, if you just say the name that is giving these people traction in terms of search engine optimization. Uh, it, the, the algorithm scrapes the dirt off your shoes. That's how you can think about that. Uh, just keep your shoes clean. You don't have to engage in a positive or negative way. Engagement is what drives the entertainment business currently. That's just a fact. Anything that happens online, if you say good things, you say bad things. Either way, you're saying things, and that's what matters in this day and age, sadly. Question numero dos. Does anyone have two extra training camp tickets? Statistically speaking, it is very likely that the answer to that question is yes. Question three. Will you skip all of the nonsense and just talk lions? No. And I think your comments should just stick to football. 
Related follow-up question, I don't care about your TikTok. Is this Alliance channel? Yes, it is. And there are a lot of them. Someone dissatisfied with the quality of a program could choose to check some of those out instead of this one. See my advice on radio stations and media. Thank you for your comment. Click dislike and unsubscribe below. Please, 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 please comment about how terrible you think this show is on YouTube. Nothing you could do would make me happier than to tell me how much I suck in the comments of this video. I, I am literally begging you for it. Put in the second effort to show how displeased you are, and it'll really go a long way towards supporting the channel. <laughs> Another person who may or may not be listening right now asked somebody somewhere on the internet, who will lead the team in interceptions? Well, let's take a look at last year. Uh, Kirby had four as a rookie, only started 14 games. There's three more games. Obviously, just based on, you know, it's just simple math. He'll get five this year, right? That's how that goes. Definitely how that's going to work. Uh, CJ Garner Johnson got six last year, but that did more than double his career total. So I'm not sure we can necessarily count on that level of production again. He's a dangerous player. Who knows? Uh, Cameron Sutton got three, uh, which is the same number as Aiden Hutchinson last year. And like, surely Cameron Sutton can top our edge rushers in terms of interception totals, right? Like he's a, he's a good player. He can pull that off. Uh, but the only correct answer is Jerry Jacobs, who will lead the Lions in interceptions this year. And if you want to pick up some Seatbelt Gang merchandise to support the future Lions interception leader and his charitable endeavors, head on over to SeatbeltGang.com to pick up some gear. 100% of the profits are funneled towards the charities of Jerry Jacobs' choosing. Now, I don't know why somebody was asking someone else this on the internet, because it seems like something that probably should have been asked to me, but if I subscribe to the Patreon, will Ash never whisper spicy into the microphone again? No. To ensure that, you'd have to sponsor the Daily DLP. Speaking of which, did you know that I would make more money if someone paid me to say nice things about them? If you'd like to have this voice saying positive things about your product... In perpetuity, we don't cut the old live reads out of old podcasts and put new ones in like some do. Uh, your ads on this thing are forever. So here's a few examples of things I could be saying regularly for the podcast and YouTube channels. Mm -mm, good. Where's the beef? Melts in your mouth, not in your hands. Finger licking good. Is it in you? Or whatever your slogan is, I'd say those things too. In that tone of voice, everyone would be super happy, including me. Now, I'm sure Chris is probably going to turn at least one of those slogans into a drop, and uh, I'm fine with it. Uh, but I'd rather be reading your stuff than that. And if you'd like to discuss that with me, it is ash at DetroitLionsPodcast.com. Again, that's Ash at DetroitLionsPodcast.com to discuss potential sponsorships of this version of the podcast. Make the decision Rod would probably most likely kind of almost maybe would and pay me to say nice things about your company. Nonline's question, is there a game or event from sports history you think might have been rigged? Well, in 1919, several players of the Chicago White Sox conspired with a bookie from Boston 
to throw the World Series. Interesting couple facts about the Black Sox scandal. Uh, it would not have happened if the team's number one pitcher hadn't gotten the flu right before the World Series, making it theoretically possible that they could lose those two games that he would have started. Uh, another tidbit, one of the conspirators was just a backup, and he hardly played in any games at all. So why would you loop that guy in? Because he heard about the conspiracy and said that if they didn't cut him in, he would turn in everybody else. Fred McBullen, tip of my imaginary cap, you're a real man of genius. Or you were 104 years ago. Incredulous internet person asks, are the Lions actually going to be good this year? According to my Magic 8-Ball, all signs point to yes. Forget last season's improbable run because those things tend to generally not carry over super well anyway. But focus how good the team was last year on the roster compared to how good the team is this year. What what did they lose this offseason? They lost DJ Chark. They lost Jeff Okuda. They lost Amani Oruwarie. They lost Jamal Williams. They lost DeAndre Swift, and there are some other players as well, but I'm not going to get super caught up in Chris Board and and that level of player. Those dime a dozen, I believe, is the phrase that is most often used uh, to to talk about most of what the Detroit Lions lost this offseason. So what did they add? Cortland Sutton, David Montgomery, Jameer Gibbs, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, their sack leaders from the 2020 and 2021 season are back with a healthy Romeo Aquara and Charles Harris back in the fold. And that doesn't even consider that Ben Johnson is now entering year two as an offensive coordinator in the NFL. Or that Jamison Williams is definitely going to catch more than one ball this year. I'm also skipping the other three draft picks that the Lions took in the first couple rounds in Jack Campbell, Bram Branch, Sam Laporta, because you can't lean on added rookies as the foundation of your argument that the team will be better this year. But I would say, are those players going to be better than the backups at their position last year is how you should look at any rookie coming in, no matter what round they were drafted in. And the answer for all three of those is a resounding and extremely obvious yes. There is zero doubt, like we've only seen one preseason game, but even just watching them in practice, there is something about just different about all three of those guys that's hard to put into words. Like they just don't look the same as the other people on the field doing their job, if that makes sense. I'm not going to call it greatness, you know, but it's something adjacent to in terms of just watching what they do versus watching what other people do at the position. And there's always the, you know, camp stories about players who haven't played particularly well previously, suddenly figuring everything out and it's going to be amazing this year. And maybe some of those come true too, but I'm not really going to get into that. You know, like the whole Derek Barnes thing. Yeah. He really did look good in the practices I went to. I'm not going to lie. I looked, at, I looked over at Chris and said, Hey, uh, that guy looks like exactly what you would want a linebacker to look like, like the perfect linebacker physically moving around the field. That's what Derek Barnes looks like. 
And he was very new coming into the, the NFL in terms of his experience at the position. He's had some great coaching. Like everybody loves what Shep does. I mean, all the players love what Shep does. I love the results he's gotten from players. Like it, it's, it's one of those spots on the field where everyone just seems to get better when they come to the Lions at that position. And it's, it's nice to see that as a change after all of those years of having someone like, say, I don't know, Larry Warford come in and basically be a pro bowler as a rookie and then just progressively get worse every year under the Lions tutelage until um, he went somewhere else and became a pro bowler again immediately. Uh, anyway, do I think the Lions are going to be better this season or going to actually be good this season? That was the question. Sorry, I rambled on so long I actually forgot what I was even talking about. It's not as uncommon as you might think for me. Anyway, yes, I think the answer is yes, they will be good. How good? Man, I don't know, like, say 10 games. And as I was sitting down to record this, Twitter exploded with news from Dan Campbell's press conference on this August 17th. I record these the day before they come out, generally speaking, and get them to Chris so they can be, you know, spit shined and he can do things like make my head less shiny. Make my voice not bounce off every wall in this room 950 times. Uh, Emma Ross A. Brown and Jamison Williams injury updates. Hooray. Jay most likely done until week seven. And Campbell. I don't know about you guys, but that's basically as a Lions fan nightmare fuel for me. That's <laughs> yeah, I really wanted to watch him get working this preseason. Which I believe I said in yesterday's video. Hooray! Uh, 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 uh. Uh, so many ludicrously fast receivers have had their careers defined by hamstring injuries that the fact that JMO has one right now just terrifies me. Guys like Will Fuller and John Ross come to mind. Like if you Google John Ross, but Bengals bust. Those exact words. The first two things that are going to show up are. John Ross's massive hamstrings are the key to his blazing speed. And that John Ross is out again with a hamstring injury. And, and that's, that's basically what defined his career. Um, JMO, if you're listening, like, I just want you back, man. Like, yoga, please. Get those things so they're not being pulled on you. Hydrate more if you haven't been doing that. Man, like, just take care of your body. See you week seven. Oh, and according to ARSB's dad, uh, you probably need to do some single like Romanian deadlifts. <laughs> um, Amon Ra is supposed to be coming back much more quickly from his injury. Uh, Dan Campbell used one of the more interesting time descriptors I've ever heard, uh, which like, I know what he means, but it just, it's a funny sentence. Uh, anywhere from Monday to Carolina. I've yet to see Carolina on a calendar. Just struck me as amusing in a situation where I was literally looking for any reason to not just cry. And there you have it. If you'd like to have your message unread and deleted, send it to me directly. Or hit me up in the DetroitLionsPodcast.com Patreon Slack. If you'd like me to potentially find it, ask literally anybody else the question, and I will Google it for you and give you the answer. Have a great day. Let's bring it in here together. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Lions on three. One, two, three. Yes. Yes.
You've had enough of that shit.